Blog Talk Radio. Hey, welcome everybody. This is Jory and the Coffee Psychic, your host, and we're welcoming you to another uh, nice topic, fun-filled show. Um, Julia, my host, is with us tonight, and um, tonight's going to be a show where you guys can call in and ask, you know, questions. We're really talking about uh, dreams, what they can do for us, why we have them, and um, actually we've got some famous dreams that are out there, and we're going to talk about that tonight. So I'm going to reach out to Julia and see if she's with us. Julia, are you here? It looks like she's here, but I don't hear her. (laughs) Anyway, so Julia uh, hopefully will pop on as soon as she can. And... uh, so what we're going to do is we're going to talk about dreams, and dreams are a real important part of our mental health, actually. Dreams come to us as a way of balancing our uh, everyday uh, issues that we have, the things that you can't work out during the day. Many times our brain, our mind will try to work them out at night. And, um, and of course, you know, we've talked about this in the past on the show. When we think we're having dreams, they're not always dreams. We can have spirit visitation in the dream state. We can have uh, things that happen, um, astral projection. We can have past life recall. We can have, um, we can actually be doing classes while we sleep in the universe. Yes, classes in the universe, not just, I like to do uh, sleep training. And basically what I'll do is I'll listen to um, any kind of tapes that are going to be doing some sort of, um, you know, CDs that will be doing training for me while I sleep, as a matter of fact. So a lot of people do that, but the classes that people talk about, you'll actually have your spirit guides and angels working with you while you're sleeping. So, And, yes, your body does get the rest it needs, just to let you know. All right, well, I believe we've got a couple callers online here, so we're going to see if there's anyone that has any questions about dreams here. And uh, let's take a call. Caller, are you with me? Yes, hi. Hi, who is this? Esther. Esther. So, Esther, you know, tonight's topic is dreams. Do you have any kind of... um, dreams, like dreams that you want to uh, analyze or that you have that you've been working with or anything like that? Or have you heard of any crazy dreams that other people have had? Yeah, I always, I, now, I don't know what this means. Uh, there, I, I, had a, I keep having this dream about the number 27. Now, 27 is my birthday, but that's not all. It was about, uh, I dreamt, every time I dream, it's always got something to do with a number 27 what is they trying to tell are the angels trying to tell me i I keep playing over certain things and uh uh, i keep dreaming about a house it's a guy the 27 but that's not what i mean what is the number 27 trying to tell me am i should go play the number 27 what well do you actually do you actually play the lottery or do you gamble or anything esther no, not really. <laughs> I will play okay. if I need to. But okay. I mean, maybe is that what they're saying? Twenty-seven, just go play the number twenty-seven, or 
27. Well, first off, 27, you know, normally when you take numbers, you reduce them down to a single digit, and that's a 9, and 9 is completion. Oh, okay. 9 oh, is. okay. Yeah. So at those times that you're dreaming of the 27, I'd want to ask you, have you been com- completing projects? Are you... Have you completing? Have you been completing uh, relationships? At the time uh, when I'm dreaming, uh, my life right now is I'm uh, looking for a direction to go, and I'm complete. I'm trying to, you know, finish up getting everything together. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, so, know, that, so you I, can I, see where you can see where that's completion for you, right? Okay, I guess. Because Not you're trying really, to finish things up. You're trying to okay. finish things up and move on to a new um, situation right. in life, correct? Correct. Correct. Yes. Yes. See, so that's many times your unconscious mind is going to be working with you to give you messages. Because there are certain things that we just, life gets overwhelming, let's face it. There are certain things that we can't deal with in life. And so as we go to sleep, you don't think our brain stops working now, do you? No, no, I don't. I don't think that. I don't think it does. And then I try to wake up and try to figure it out. And then the other day, I I did. I jumped up 27. Then I seen on a license plate right in front of me the number 27. I just knew, I didn't know if that was in reference to, I don't know what they're telling me to do. How do I ask my angels, show me what you want me to know? Right. Well, that's exactly what you would do. And I'm sorry, I had a phone ringing in the background. So what I would like to ask you to do is tell me again what is... Hey, you guys. Uh, It's Jorianne again, and I hope you'll forgive me for that uh, lapse of uh, space there because guess what? (laughs) My phone went dead. I'm like, what's going on here? So anyway, let's let's hear you. Oh, there you are, Julia. Yeah, I was here. You couldn't hear me. I was like, hello, hello. (laughs) No, no. My, My phone, suddenly I was in the middle of talking with Esther, and suddenly my phone went dead. I was going like, okay. So you know you got to learn how to roll with the flow, right? Or flow with the roll? Or how do what do we what, whatever I'm doing, I'm doing it. <laughs> Rolling with the punches. I'm trying to do it. <laughs> so just so so you know, too funny. I mean, you know, who doesn't have like a phone glitch here and there? And um, and so that's what's happening right now. But again, probably just another spirit guide sitting there laughing at me. Ha ha ha. So just another cute little thing to get through. Anyway, Julia, you know, we're talking about dreams right now, and Esther was talking mm-hmm. to us a moment ago um, about the number 27. About 27. So, mm-hmm. Yep, yep. So I'd like to bring her back on here and uh, see what she has to say. So uh, let me see. Esther? Esther, are you there? Yes. Yes, I'm still here. Can you hear me? Oh, thank you, thank you. Yeah, so my phone went dead, and I was going like, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> didn't mean to leave you hanging in the lurch there. So we were talking about the number 27 for you, and, again, we take our numbers and we reduce them down to single digits. But a nine is a number of completion, and you've literally been going through different um, situations in your life where you are completing certain things and you're starting new things. Correct. Correct. 
And, I, you know, it, it really it started where uh, I wanted to purchase a house with the letter with number 2700. So I kept asking Angel, should I stay or should I go? Should I stay? And then I had a dream of 27. And then I said, well, you know what? I'm going to move on. And it keeps coming back, keeps coming back. So I'm like, should I be patient? But I, I just wanted to know, how do I get to where the angels can, am I blocking them out? Or how should I get the message received, what they're trying to tell me about the number 27? Okay, so many different ways you can do it. <clears throat> and, and people know that I do my work. Uh, this is what I do for a living. I'm a professional psychic. I've been doing it for over 30 years, and I have got about a 75 to 85% accuracy level. So number one, you could call me for a complete full reading, okay? Okay. And I'm just going to throw okay. that number out for people. It's 219-940-9292. Again, my number is 219-940-9292, and I invite everyone to please give us a call. And uh, or give me a call, and you can book a full length reading. Now that's not okay. one way. The other thing you can do is, um, or in, you know, along with this, you can go ahead and start having contact with your spirit guides, Esther. You want to literally call out and say, "Can you please, please tell me what your name is?" Now you can do this when you're okay. going to bed. Uh, you can just keep saying to God, God, please, I want to, I want the name of one of my spirit guides and angels. I really need to talk with these guys. But you really need to develop a very powerful relationship with them. Once okay. you get their name in meditation, then, and I'm getting a name like, um, I'm getting a, an S name. It feels like a Sylvia should be one of your spirit guides. So please write that down. Okay. Now, when okay. you ask for the name, you're now going to say, please give me some proof that you're one of my spirit guides. So what you're going to be expecting is that you're going to expect to see the name Sylvia, either on somebody's license plate, you know, in a magazine, uh, when you go to the grocery store, expect to see the name Sylvia on somebody's name tag. Now, that's the way they start giving you confirmation. Then you start saying, just so you can practice with them, so you're hearing them, you just start talking out loud, when you're going to the store, you want to say, would you please give me a parking spot close to the door? And you normally should hear them or say, okay, go down that aisle. Or if you just keep saying, please give me a parking spot close to the door, then expect going to happen for you. Okay. Okay? When you see them okay. answering you in ways like this, you've got contact. Okay. Got it. You've got contact. Got it. Yeah. So now you're going to start asking them different questions. Now, you might in your head get a thumbs up, a thumbs down. So if you, if you are visual and they start doing thumbs up, like you're getting, or you get a rose, that's an answer yes. Thumbs up, that's an answer yes. You have to start posing questions to them all the time, and then you're going to learn how they're communicating with you. Okay. All right. And so that's what you want to do with your spirit guides and angels, Esther. Okay. That's what I'll do. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. And, hey, good luck. And I'm glad your birthday is on the 27th. <laughs> oh, Take good care. Let us know what happens or give you a call for a reading. I will, baby. I'll call you for a reading. Okay, thank you. All right. Take good Bye-bye. care. All right, bye. Okay. Bye. Bye now. That was Julia. cool. That was cool. What a nice lady, huh? Mm-hmm. What a nice lady. Yeah. 
And again, our dreams, when you stop and think about the dreams and stuff, there are so many things that happen in our dream state. And I was starting to tell people that we have, we have I mean, here again, like the uh, the eight famous things that have happened, you know, famous dreams, you've got like John Lennon, John Lennon's number mm-hmm. nine dream. He dreamt that, he made a song of it, and as they said here, it, it just ended up, they happened to come in to ninth place in the U.K. on the charts. Now, how cool oh, wow. is that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you've got Christopher Nolan's Inception. That was uh, based on his dreams, his lucid dreaming. And so he, he did that. And then you've got you uh, Salvador Dali. Do you have to hit REM? Do you have to hit REM sleep to have like meaningful dreams or, or the spiritual you know, that's thing? Interesting. I want to say I used to know that answer solidly. I know that what they state is normally you don't start having dreams until you are half hour into a deep state, so probably the REM state. Now, I personally don't believe that. Because there are times where I've been so tired, I suddenly start to drift off, and I am already in a dream state. So I mean, I'm I'm already, and I won't say. You know how we daydream? Mm-hmm. We're suddenly someplace, and we're daydreaming, and your mind's going somewhere else. A daydream versus a nighttime dream—they really are. They're different. They're you know, the same horse but different colors. And it's, and it's just different. Your mind is going to go away. Your mind gets busy going somewhere else, and you're taking yourself out of this reality. That's more of a daydream. When you're uh-huh. nighttime dreaming, your mind really is going into a deep, altered state. So, I, you know, we should ask our callers, who else goes into a, a very quick, 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 uh, you know, deep, altered state? I know I do, very quickly. Well, but then, you, you know, I'm said up, in the past that you're spirit guides talk to you through your dreams as well. Yes. Yes. I've had, when I'm, when I'm meditating, oh, my God, I love these people so much. You know, um, I, can't say, I can't say more, you know, about my spirit guides and angels. They're amazing. They're there. They help me. Uh, they communicate with me. I think some of the greatest things that I love about my spirit guides and angels is I can be driving down the expressway, and they will very clearly say, don't go down that way or don't do this or don't do that. And I always have to laugh because, you know, I've got some of the greatest spirit guides that will really lead me to stores when I need certain things, and they will direct me to a specific store, and they will direct me telling me what aisle to go down to find stuff. Now, that's funny to really? me. Really? That's cool. That's, yes, that's funny to me. But they're great. And... Mm-hmm. um so, yes, I get a lot of information that way. Um, but in the dream state, I'm trying to think, what are dreams that I have had? Um, I love speaking with my dead relatives when I'm dreaming. I know that there will be times where I'll wake up. And in that uh, in that little bit of an altered state, I'm sitting there going like, oh, yeah, so-and-so was just here. Cool. So, and if I have a really weird dream, I will be the first person to quiet my mind and write down all of the details. Now, sometimes it will take me sometimes two or three days to interpret what the dream meant. 
And sure enough, it's like, oh, my God, that is clear as a bell. Yes, that's what happened, or yes, that's the information I need. So you can get information from your dreams. You just literally have to present, present the question before you are going to sleep and ask, please give me this information uh, upon waking or in my dreams. And then as soon as you wake up, start writing this information down. Either it's going to be very clear to you, like like let's say Esther. Let's go uh-huh. back to Esther. And Esther is saying, should I get the house 2700 Should I buy that house? Should I buy that house? And if she presents it when she's going to sleep, and if she wakes up with dreaming of a noose, like that's going to hang her, don't get that uh-huh. house. Oh, okay. Now, I've had a friend who got the, she got like a a number that was very prominent, just like Esther, in a dream, and she felt like her dad sent her the number, so she went and played it, and she actually won in the lottery. Oh, yes, yes. Okay, so that's, that reminds me of one of She always did that. Yeah, so I thought, wow, if I can do that and ask that question, I wonder if I I dream numbers, if that'll work. (laughs) I mean, why not, right? Why not? They actually say, you know, if this is uh, your dreams are your rich source of inner wisdom that comes through for you, you know, their inspiration, um, and they're problem-solving, you know. And, again, I, I know we have contact with our dead relatives. We astral project, you know, we, we have uh, past life experiences, you know, memories will come back from past lives. There is, you know, psychic stuff will come through in your dream state, Communications with your spirit guides and angels. Taking classes on the other side. You know, people do that all the time. So the one you, just the exact same thing that you talked about with your girlfriend, her dad came through, gave her numbers. That was one of my clients. She told me very clearly, she says, Jorianne, she goes, what do you think about, what do you think about this? This is a dream I had. And she said that in her dream, her dead father was there. And he was walking down the street and it was like on, a, on an incline. And she was walking and walking, uh, kind of like, you know, like a fast walk because he was walking in front of her. She was trying to catch up with him. And she was going like, Dad, Dad, trying to stop him. And he turns around and looks at her and says, three, two, one. But he gave some different numbers. And she said to me, she goes, I stopped. She says, I thought, three, two, one, what's he talking about? She says, I kept pursuing him again. He stopped, looked back at her again, said, three, two, one. And and she's still confused, and then she kept pursuing him like they're starting to run now. And he stopped and looked at her dead in the eye and said, three, two, one. She says, what do you think that meant? And I said, man, I'm hoping to God you played the lottery. She goes, I did. And I said, how much did you win? She goes, thousands and thousands of dollars. Oh, wow, cool. Yeah. Cool. And then that brings up one more. That brings up, so she listened, right? Then I met a lady not too long ago, and she told me that her husband had died. And I believe it was her birthday, and she was planning on taking every – she was planning on buying, uh, playing the lottery. Her husband came in her dream that day and said, take every single penny you make and play it on the lottery the next day, her birthday. And she got up, and she was going to – she was a little, she was questioning it, should I, shouldn't I – she was going to, and then it started raining and it was pouring, so she decided not to go. And guess what? Her numbers came in. 
Oh, no. Yes, and she did not play it. So, wow. And I believe that he had said, he had told her, you're going like, to have some big winnings or something really phenomenal. So, you know, again, if I have some dead people coming to me telling me to play these numbers, you darn well better know I'm going to be playing those numbers. Now, how do you, okay, with the dreams, you know, you know, you watch something on TV. They say the last thing you see or the last thing you hear is on your mind so you can, can, you can have a dream about it. So how do you tell those yeah. dreams apart from something with meaning? You know, that's an interesting question. Uh, sometimes I would look at that and I'd ask, is there anything valid for me to learn from this? Is there something that I'm supposed to be? Because you don't want to waste anything, really. True, true. I I think there's stuff that you can actually carry over and that that there's meaning to it. Very cool. Yeah, why don't we hop on to see if there's another caller here? Yep. We have uh next is Susie. Let's bring her on from Texas. Okay. Susie. Hey, yeah, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you? Great, great. Welcome to the show, Susie. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So do you, have, do you have any weird dreams or? I'm always having weird dreams. <laughs> well, well, that's a good thing. Do they benefit you in any way, shape, or form, or do you have one that you want to share with us tonight? Oh, well, I had a weird dream just last week about a snake. Mm. What happened? Well, I was dreaming, I was laying down dreaming, and I was dreaming that the snake was up my arm. Uh-oh. And as I was walking, I pulled the snake's head off and I threw it on the ground. And this then I walked on a little farther, and I pulled the snake out, and it was whole. And as I turned to walk off, it followed me. And I asked mm. my sister for a knife, and I looked around, and I looked at the snake and said, if you keep following me, I'm going to stab you. Mm-hmm. And I woke up. Okay. Okay. So what do you think that means for you? I have no idea. All righty. Okay. Well, um, may I get, may I offer something to you? Yes. I'd like you to go in for a medical checkup, Susie. Medical? Okay. Okay. Have you had anything going on like that at all around you? Nothing as I can recall. I've been fine. Okay. Well, this is something where I would I would. My sense, my feeling is uh, going in for a medical checkup. You know, we always have to have one every year. So, well, you know what? Uh, I just had one, as a matter of fact, and everything was fine. Okay, good. Well, then, so what I would say, yeah, so what I would say is I would go ahead and have a medical checkup. See, snakes normally mean something that's um, sneaky, snaky. Now, they can also mean different things, but the snake also means medical stuff, doesn't it? Remember the two snakes that intertwine together? Right. Okay, I forgot the term for that, um, but I would go ahead and just make sure you're doing your medical checkups and everything, because that's the uh, sense yeah. I'm getting. 
That's the okay. sense I'm getting from this dream. Because you had the snake, you cut off its head. Well, first off, you did something, you know, because the head is normally the thing that can bite you or hurt you. And you right. took control. You took control, you cut off the head. And the snake was still there and you pulled it out. So it was still something that was present around you. So I would do the medical thing, and then I would also go ahead and uh, see if there's any friends that are not friends. What did somebody say? Frenemy? Right, that's right. Have you ever right. heard frenemy, right, which is an enemy that's acting like a friend? And, okay. um Right? Right. I know so I would I would make sure that you don't have anyone hanging on you that is not um, truly your friend. Okay. That, well, that's what I was thinking too. That's ma- the main thing I was thinking. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. Thank you Give very much. Tips. You are welcome. <laughs> you enjoy your wonderful weather you down book. there. How, are. How do I call you for a full life reading? Yes, ma'am. You can reach me at area code 219-940-9292. And, again, just to let you know, I can also uh, record the readings for you. So this way, you know, I get information on people that is past, present, and future. So when I receive this information, I've been doing this work for over 30 years, so people call me anywhere from in the moment up to 25 years, honestly giving me feedback about, you know, what happened and stuff like that. They said, you're never going to believe it. You said this, this, and this. And it's like, and I normally don't remember anything that I say from the beginning of the reading till the end of the reading anyway. That's why it's always good to record it. Okay. Okay, so I can call you tomorrow. Yes, you can. I'll be talking to you tomorrow. All right, Susie, have a great night. Have a good night. Bye. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. Wow. Snakes. Yeah. Snakes. Yikes. <laughs> you know, I, I think that's the hardest part about doing the psychic work. Um, I love the spiritual field. I do this all the time. Every so often there is a person that I will allow to read me or I read myself. I love mm-hmm. this work. And when I get, and I'll tell you about one of the, um, I had a dream with a spirit guide that came and told me something to get a medical uh, checkup, and I did, and it was like, oh, my goodness, you know. And they caught something right before it could have gone in a bad way. And that and that wow. was the spirit guide was sitting right across the table from me as though I was sitting across the table from somebody else doing a reading. And mm-hmm. she goes, Jorianne, I hate to have to tell you this, but, but blank, blank, blank. And I was going like, oh, my God. And I could not go back to sleep. And I called the doctors right away, got in, and it was like, wow. And it could have gone in a different direction. So I totally believe in this work. And just like my spirit guide had said to me, um, I hate to have to tell you this, but. And then you just keep talking. So I had one woman that came to me for a reading. And again, like I said, Julia, I don't remember everything, but she had said, uh, or I had told her, I said, you're sick. And she goes, really? She goes, I don't feel sick. I said, well, I would like you to get to the doctors. You know, please get a checkup. And so she did. And she this, she just called me sometime this uh, earlier this year. And um, she said, you know what? She said, I wasn't, they couldn't find anything the first year, but the second year, 
you know, she goes, they had to remove my one of my kidneys. Oh, wow. And I was like, wow. So there are certain things that when you have a psychic reading, some things will come up that you definitely want to pay attention to. Definitely. Wow. Oh, and even... Even in my dream, one of my dead neighbors came to me. She was my she was my insurance agent. And she came to me and said, you better watch your insurance, Julianne. And I thought that everything was great. Uh-huh. And everything was in order. And I found out, um, it's a very, very long story. So, whoops. I don't know that I can turn They're calling you already. Look at that. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Call after the show, everybody. Call after the show. Um, three rings and then it quiets down. So, but you you have these, the, you know, your dead people coming to you, telling you information. You get, you know, psychic premonitions. Oh, my God, everything happens in your dream. So please, please pay attention. Please pay attention. Okay, who do we have to ask? Yeah, you- and you also talked about past life regressions. We'll, go, we'll bring yes. Jenna on, but I wanted you to talk about that, about past life regressions and how they um, affect your dreams. Um, so okay, the past Jenna life. on. You bet. Okay. Hey, Jenna. Hello. Hi. How are you? Good. Hello. How are you, Jenna? Welcome to the show. I'm doing okay. Thank you for listening to me. Um. Uh, I was just kind of curious about my financial situation. Okay. And let's take a peek here. Now, do you do anything with your dreams, Jenna? No, no. I I don't really remember them. Sometimes. Right. Like if they're okay, scary. Okay, now have your... Now, now, right now, I'm looking in your coffee, and your coffee is going backwards pretty quickly. So has there been some financial stress going on? Yes, yes. That's why I was asking you. Okay. So right now, uh, the coffee is validating that you are having some uh, trouble with finances. Did you also have some trouble around a work situation, Jenna? Yes, that's why. that's why I was calling you. All right, and there's actually a snake in your coffee, ma'am. So in your coffee, now here's the deal. Uh, The pictures that I see in the coffee, I tell you, and um, we interpret as to what's going on in your life right now. The coffee is going backwards, which means it says that there's distress. You've got a snake in the coffee, which means somebody at work has caused you problems here. So does that make sense? No, because the, the the job isn't there anymore. They sold the but company. Prior to you, prior to you losing the job, was there somebody that was causing you stress at work? Not that I know of. Okay, not that you know of. Okay, so somewhere around you, all I can tell you is there's a snake. We asked about the work situation, and a snake appeared. So because this because for me when I do this work, Jenna. I get past, present, and future information. So Mm -hmm. if somebody didn't cause you a problem in the past around a job, and because the company closing down, you've got no control over that. Right. So if they just close the company, no control. 
I would then watch mm-hmm. out for anyone else that might be sneaky, snaky around you when it comes down to your money. So should I not? Should I play the lottery, or or, or what should I do to get to, to get? Oh, I'm not sure income. about playing the lottery. I don't know about playing the lottery, ma'am. If your money is tight right now, um, like the coffee is very stagnant right now, that tells me that things are going to stagnate a little bit for you. And are you doing any kind of uh, temp work right now? No. But okay. I'd like to. Well, that's what I'm hearing is temp work. So I think that's the one thing that will pull you out of the situation for a while until you find a full-time job. So what okay. I'm seeing tonight is letting you know that the temp work would be a good solution to what you are enduring right now, Jenna. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Have a nice ma'am, day. Ma'am, God bless Evening. you so much. Bye yes, bye. ma'am. All right, bye now. Well, what does normally snakes mean? Does it just mean distrust, dishonesty? Distrust, dishonesty. You see, even with the coffee, when I have a snake in the coffee and the face is completely showing on that snake, that means that the person that's being snaky around you knows what they're doing. If their eyes are open, they're intentionally out to hurt you. If the mouth mm-hmm. is wide open with the fangs hanging out, oh, my God, Julia, you're uh-huh. in big trouble because that person's going to attack you. Now, if I have a snake in your coffee and it's just, it's just the body of the snake, then, then, the, then the body of the snake is um, like if it's a face with no eyes and no teeth, then that snake, then that snake can't can't hurt you. The snake is not going to hurt you. Okay. Okay. If it's just a snake, it's just like some some person that's you know a nuisance or something. But when you get a snake, eyes wide open, fangs out there, man, you better be careful. Watch your back. Mm. Yeah. And again, it depends on how you see the snake. It depends on how you see the snake. Mm-hmm. If you see the snake, because that's, that's why you're going to a psychic. What are they feeling? What are they perceiving? You know, we had, um, I can't remember, I think it was uh, Susie, and I felt, you know, whoopsies, better get to the doctors. You know, good thing to check it out. Right. Well, that's what you want to do. And yeah. that's why you want to have a relationship with your spirit guides and angels. They can lead you. They can guide you. The, the you more you want to the you did a reading for me, uh, I don't know if it was last week or a week before. You told me to watch my back. Okay. That I may run into, like, you see me with back problems. Mm-hmm. And this past couple of days at work, I've been doing some grueling work, like hard labor, and my back <laughs> is killing me. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Julian called it. <laughs> You saw something with my back, and I want to say it was two weeks ago. Um, so, I mean, you were right on the money with that one. Thank you. Thank you. I had I had done a reading with this gentleman uh, earlier today, a couple of my clients uh, that I was reading earlier today. I had gotten some wonderful um, uh, validation from, and I still like that. I, You know, a lot of people don't even ask anymore. I love it because the stories that they tell me are so intriguing and they're so interesting and um, he said, you, you called this, you called that. He goes, I don't know about anyone else. He says, but I will continue to call you because you never miss with me. 
And it's like, and I just, you know, thank you, thank you for the validation, you know, the compliments. That's kind of neat. So, yeah, but I mean, so Julia, what what crazy dreams have you had? I've had some weird, I mean, I've had some really strange dreams. It, It didn't make any sense. There was no logic to them. It wasn't like... You know, I had something like in outer space, a dance contest, and my sister popped into it. It was really, really weird stuff. Um, wow. I, I, yeah, that was like when I was younger, and it always stood out because I thought, where did that come from? I didn't watch any, like, space movies or anything. And I'm like, why a dance contest in outer space? It was the strangest thing. But I, wow. I've also had dreams where I've met an old friend, um, and it happened to be someone I had a, a very big crush on when I was okay. younger. Um, he went his separate ways. I went my, my own way. And this dream was like we reunited, but it was in this big open field. And it was so peaceful and so calm. We didn't even speak a word, and it was like we validated our friendship. Wow. It was so, so cool. Because I woke up feeling this sense of closure and peace, knowing that he was still my friend. Wow! That's and really just the way you described that was that your two souls met somewhere in the cosmos and and uh, confirmed your friendship with each other. Yeah, it was so vivid and it felt so real that I woke up and I thought, "Wow." I mean, there was no other way to explain it. I mean, it just, the feeling I woke up with was the strangest because it wow. felt so good. And it, well, you know, it was yes. nothing sexual or anything like that. It was just a sense of peace that I had my friend there still. Wow, that's wonderful. Well, remember, there really is no time. There's no space. We're really not separate from each other. You know, people literally, we mirror ourselves to each other also. So just the fact that that love is out there between you two, you know, and you were able to to confirm that and validate that, that's beautiful. That's really neat. I mean, to me, I don't consider that a dream at all. I feel that that was a Uh true spiritual meeting between you two. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That was like the only one that I've had, I believe, that way. Okay. And that's why I also asked you about the past life regressions, because I wonder oh, yeah. like some of these dreams that don't make any sense could have been from a previous life. Yes, yes. Now, I want, I want to say this to you also. <coughs> Who's Angela? I have a niece named Angela. I keep hearing Angela. Angela. So you might want to hmm. check in with her. There's something about okay. Angela for you. Okay. 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 Uh, and and you see, Julia, that's what happens. It just comes like that. I've got to tell you. Plus, I would tell you watch your wheels, tires, and brakes. Watch your car for anything around your vehicle. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Because that just came too. Um, so you were talking about the past life regressions. Now, I, I believe we have another caller online. Do we have somebody waiting? Let's see. Um, let me check. Yeah, we do have someone there. Let's see here. Hold on. Okay. 
They're just listening, Jorianne. Oh, okay. You know what? I don't know if it's that person, but I just got a solid impression. I don't know if this is somebody out in the listening audience. Somebody has a haunted house here, Julia. I just saw a spirit in somebody's house, like messing with their cups or messing with the stuff, like they're moving things. And it occurs to me that this person is going to have um, a little more, I want to say, aggressive um, behaviors from the spirit. So if if that's the person listening, okay. But whoever that is, you guys, uh, you need to clean your house psychically. And, of course, please take some cooking sage. Uh, but this this is a... Oh, gosh, I want to say it's really a playful spirit, but, yeah, I, I don't know if I want to say playful. I want to say, I want to say menacing. So somebody's oh, going to wow. have a spirit coming into their house that's going to be annoying them and bothering them. But you can get them out pretty easy, you know, just start saging your house on a regular basis and blessing your house. And, I, I of course, that, I do that work as well. Yeah, and I haven't had anything move on me, so <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> no, it doesn't feel like you. It doesn't feel like you at all. No. I, I'm just suddenly, it's just, it's just coming up right in front of me, so it's pretty interesting. So let's go back but to Angela, the chance Angela stuff, did, too. yeah, Angela did ring a bell, so I definitely got to check on her. Okay, good. <laughs> Thank you. So what about the past stuff, past life stuff, Julia? Well, I was just kind of curious because, you know, I think uh, sometimes we, we, dream of the old days or a different era or like, I, you know, I have my outer space dream. <laughs> Is it because we came, you know, from a previous life or something's weighing on our mind that was, that we need to follow through on because of something that happened in our past life? I mean, because you've done past life regression and everything else. I mean, you do so many different uh, services. So I was just wondering yeah. how they can impact our dreams. Well, uh, so I can use myself as an example. Um, I started having dream after dream after dream of Egypt, living in Egypt. And I'd see myself in different uh, roles there. And I literally had uh, had a hypnosis session uh, with somebody that, oh, my God, let me see how this went. I had been relaying information, secret information to people, and apparently I wasn't supposed to be. So even in, even in past lives, when you guys go through past lives, when I first started getting into this field, I didn't really I didn't really believe it, not at all. I'm like, what a what, what a bunch of, you know, hooey. And and then I started having experiences where I could see it, I could feel it. It was it was amazing. You know, when when I'm under hypnosis, I could I was in the other area, in the other place and time, and I could feel the the heat from the sun, the you know breezes, the dirt. I was in the location. I was interacting in a whole different time space thing. And in this one hypnotic session, I ended up going where. Again, I would think for me, my ego, well, come on. If I'm going to be anything in a past life, why wouldn't I be a queen or a princess or something like that? And I, I think we all kind of, of think course. that way. <laughs> right? I mean, come on, seriously. You know, queen of Egypt, come on. So where did I find myself? I was in a barn. 
scooping up horse poop, you know. And and I'm thinking, well, that really caught my attention, though. Because so I was going like, okay, why am I in a barn doing this kind of work? So then the story is unveiling itself. And as I'm seeing this story, I'm suddenly running for my life down these very, very narrow corridors, but they were streets. And there were, like the houses were, I mean, it was the weirdest thing. They were so close together. It was just one little walkway. And I'm running and running, and uh, and I'm thinking, wow, I, I have so got to be wrong about this. And when I came out of the uh, hypnotic trance and went home, later on, I mean, probably, honestly, probably a year or two later, because it really perplexed me, I was age, able to look up Egypt and see that that's how some of the streets had been, the uh, cities had been built just that way. And I don't know if they're still that way, but a long time ago they were. So that confirmed for me what I was saying was accurate. Mm-hmm. Now, the other part was that the king's men caught me, brought me in front of the throne, and because of what I was doing, I had um, my feet, and hands cut off. And apparently I must have bled to death. So that was just the punishment they did in those days. And um, for whatever they said you were doing wrong, I was doing wrong. Well, I had had so much Egyptian stuff come up for me in the dreams after that. It was it was like wildfire. It was crazy. And um, eventually, I mean, my home has so many Egyptian artifacts in my house. I just I just love Egypt. And um and I feel very, very connected to Egypt. And there's so many other things regarding my past life with Egypt. But when you start having dreams that again, like you said, I was watching a movie, did that have anything to do with my situation during the day? Um you know, you want to look at it, but I got to tell you, when I had the Egyptian stuff, that was not that was not related uh, to anything that I could possibly think of. Now that would be like a big gap of time between Egyptian era versus now. So, yeah. you know, would there? Does that mean that there was something with the Egyptian era that you needed to resolve? Uh, Now, that I don't know, but what I do know is that... So let me tell you this. When I was a teenager, I was listening to a radio show. And on the radio show, they were saying, you know, um, the way they used to mummify the bodies, you know, we cannot replicate that. I mean, it it was comments like that. And I was going like, oh, my God, that's so easy. All you have to do is... And I started in my mind like I knew how to mummify a body. This is what you do. Wow. And all of a sudden it went like blank, like I couldn't, I couldn't remember all of the steps. And that was when I was a teenager. And I did not have a, 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 a thirst-quenching, you know, um, interest in Egypt at that time. So there are certain things that you can be doing going through life and suddenly when certain things will come to the surface of your consciousness in relationship to a past life. 
you know, like, like I could guarantee you that I was in um, a coal mining area where my father was a coal miner. Now, how would I know that? I don't know that for sure. Wow. But I do know for sure that that happened because I know it. it's solid like a rock. My father was a coal miner in a past life. Mm-hmm. Wow. What it's related to, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just know it. And I can I can wow. I can feel the cold mine, I can feel all that. So hmm. yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Because I like you the have Egyptian anything? era too. But I don't oh, dream of it like you do. Yeah. Yeah. Well a lot of my dreams I don't have a lot of my dreams related to um I just let's put it this way. With my Egyptian stuff around my house, I just feel very much at peace and at home with my Egyptian stuff. Okay. It, it makes me feel like I'm at home. So that's oh. it's kind of interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We do so, have a caller um, online. Oh, we do. Let's let's see who we have. And we have Sarita. Let's bring her on. Okay. Hello. Hi. Hey, Sarita. How are you? Good. Thank you. No, um, I had <laughs> I had a dream last night about being in a car accident, and I wasn't hurt in my dream, but my car was like really damaged, and I woke up and I thought, hmm, but what would that mean? Okay, so with what I'm getting from that, Sarita, uh, this is what I want to tell you: two things. It can either be literal that it's telling you. Knock on wood, this could be a premonition that you could have a car accident, okay? Mm-hmm. Or dream state, many times your vehicle, your car, is your body. Mm-hmm. Okay? So in the dream yeah. state, if you see a vehicle, that normally relates to your body. Now, you said your bo- your car was in an accident, but you weren't hurt. Right. So did you have anything happen to your body? Like did you bump into something? Did you I've been having a lot of uh, a lot of health issues. Perfect. A lot. Yes. Okay. And I've had a reading by you years ago and you were pretty accurate and you told me that my house is haunted and it's very haunted. <laughs> oh my god, it was probably you I was picking up on Serena. <laughs> yes. Yes. So what's been happening? I suddenly had the spirit come and show himself to me, and I'm going like, oh, my God, this spirit is harassing somebody. <laughs> well, um, I've owned the house for, like, 14 years now, and um, I'm pretty used to the spirits there. Um, I'm not afraid of them, but they come and go. Like, sometimes it's very right. active, and then I go weeks without having any activity. And okay. and I miss them. It's really weird, like, it's almost like I welcome them because I don't mind them and I believe in them and and I kind of like them around. Okay, so two things. Do you have gonna, anything moving? So things. Um, yes, I've had stuff move before. Yes, and I've had paranormal groups come in and do like their recordings and their audio and they always um, record a lot of audio and a lot of activity. So they just confirm to me that I'm not crazy. And, no. But I tell them never to tell them to leave because I like having them around. Is that weird? <laughs> no. Sarita, what state do you live in, honey? I live in Indiana. 
All right. And so, my house was built in like 1901. And when I bought it 14 years ago, I gutted it and remodeled it completely. Did so, the activity increase at that time? Yes. All right. So that's what happened. So let me tell you what's happening there. There's several. There's so there's layers of things happening with you. And and I want to say, uh, let me check my little time clock here because sometimes uh, I'm still getting used to the blog talk way of ending the show. Okay, which they suddenly say you've got you know, a minute left. I'm not gonna go like, okay, bye everyone. Okay, <laughs> you've got layers of things going on there, Sarita. You've got the fact that you're uh, open psychic and you are interested in spirit communication. Okay, so that's number one. Very so they much see your light. Yes. They see your light, they go like, Sarita's going to let us come in there. And you do. Yes. And what I tell people, Sarita, I don't think this is bad at all, you guys. If you guys can tolerate and learn to work with the dead, this is a wonderful, wonderful thing because they can come and bring you messages. They can come and help you. This is not a bad thing. Now, if you get a little nuisance coming in here, wrecking your cups or moving things around or breaking things, you've got to tell them to knock it off. If they don't knock it off, they've got to leave, and you might have to call them the White Brotherhood to get them out of there, do a house cleansing, uh, things like that. So there are ways of getting them out when they're being problematic. Yes. Sarita, as far as I'm concerned, they help to train you. They help to train all of us who want to get involved in the spiritual field. The spirits will come in. You'll learn how to communicate with them. If they're a little troublesome, you'll learn how to do exorcisms. I mean, these guys really, even though we have some big struggles with these dead people, if they're going to be problematic, it's strengthening your skills in working with the dead. Do you agree? Yes, I agree. I'm totally open. I'm always interested in astrology and tarot card reading. And I do my just I just do myself just to practice. And I really like it. And I'm very open because I've always, since I was a child, have had experiences that I can't explain. And so I've always been intrigued with, like, the spirit world and stuff like that. So I know there's How far away are in you in Indiana, honey? How far away are um, you? I'm um, at Purdue. So it's like an hour and a half or two from Chicago. Okay, okay. It's kind mm-hmm. of far. I teach psychic classes also, just to let you know. I know. And, I would love it. I'm very good friends <laughs> with your grandson, and I'm always asking him about you. You are. Yes. Well, I'll tell you what, you should have me out for a psychic house party, honey, because I'll come out there and do a house party for you. They follow me everywhere I go. We, Him and I went to Mexico together one year on vacation for spring break, and we took tons of pictures at my parents' house because that's where we were staying. And when we got okay. home and developed them, they had tons of orbs everywhere. Oh, my God, how it was, great is that? It was very interesting. It was really cool. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. Um, I think what you're doing is really great. I don't think there's a need to ask the guys, you know, the dead people to get out of there. Not only not only do I, um, I think you might have a vortex in your house, Dorita. And a vortex, of course, is a door that really doesn't, you know, close. So somebody may have opened up a door in your house, like maybe using a Ouija board or something. And, uh, again, if, if your uh, invisible guests get to be a little bit too much, you might want to learn how to close the doors and um, not have them there. But I really think you're in a great place with these dead people, honey. 
Yeah, I, I've also heard your show last week about the Ouija board, and I've always been intrigued by it, but yeah. I've never had anybody who is willing to read it with me, like go with me and do it. Like I don't want to do it by myself because it's better to do it with two people, right? It's better. It's it's really necess- a necessity. And, again, like the Lady Karen yeah. said, she learned to use it as a tool. She learned it with respect. You have to learn how to put up your sacred circles, you know, your protection, following the high spirits. You know what? I'm getting that little sign from Blog Talk Radio, you guys, that um, it is time. So, again, I'm going to shout out my number to you guys one more time. Uh, the number you can reach me at is 219-940-9292. Uh, Sarita, if you're looking for a psychic reading, call me. Um, otherwise, okay. thanks for being on the show tonight, okay? Thank you. Yes, I enjoyed it's great it. talking to you again. I think. Okay. Yes, we have talked. (laughs) Yes, we have. All right, take care. Thank you. Bye. Good night now. And 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 join your website, too. Oh, yes, coffeepsychic.com. Check me out. I've got some great specials on coffeepsychic.com. Make sure you check me out. I'll have some more specials coming in for August. Make sure you call up for a seat at the seance. And you guys, this is your psychic connection. God bless you all. We love you all. And Julia, we'll talk to you next week. All right, you take it easy. All right, good night, everybody. Bye. Bye.